Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What if there was somebody who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have connections to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location nearest you. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We have football tonight. Steelers at the Colts. Kind of not fair to the Steelers and the Colts. (laughs) Where you go, uh, I don't know. Steelers, Colts. But, you know, the Colts are still in the mix for a playoff spot. Yes, Seaton. I don't expect this game to do the same number that uh, Cowboys-Giants did. (laughs) 40 million people watched Cowboys and the Giants. Yes, Paul. I'm always fascinated by what the other 300 million people are doing because I, we got like 350 in America, right? Oh, we do. I think let's say we got 350 ish. Okay, okay. So 310 million people were not watching that game. <laughs> what were you watching? I mean, there's like a Westminster Dog Show. What was on? Yes, Todd. Are there some that want to watch, but they want to be contrary? Like I don't want to just follow along with everyone else. So I'm going to purposely not watch the Giants Cowboys game just to be different, even though deep down I want to watch it. Well, what's that? But purpose does that so? No, no, but some people are like that. They just, everyone likes that band or that singer, so I'm purposely not going to be into that. And they do that with a football game. They you, take a nap. Did you that. give this great thought at all? It's very little. Okay, bit. that's what, okay. Sounds like Yes, it. thank you. Yes, Paul. I will say one thing. In the middle of the Michigan Ohio State game, my brother in law that doesn't watch sports goes, Hey, are you really into this game? Can we put like Elf or something on? <laughs> Dead serious. I go, I looked at him, I almost uh, went Spider Monkey on him. 
This program brought to you by the great folks at Discover. Redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. That's amazing. Learn more. Discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that coming up. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download that app. You can watch for free. Also, those who are listening around the country, nearly 400 radio affiliates around the country. And uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, that's the number if you'd like to dial up. Uh, Operator Tyler standing by, best and worst of the weekend. NFL was fun. There's always one of those games, two of those games where you go, wait, what just happened there? And uh, we had a few of those. Sam Darnold, yeah, Carolina Panthers. Do you think the Carolina Panthers are like, Sam, what did you do? We won the game. But Sam Darnold's probably going, uh, if we win games, then you can't get a quarterback. Then maybe I got a chance to still be a quarterback in, the, on the, in this franchise. Browns over the Bucks. That was surprising. Dolphins roll. Jags over the Ravens. That's one of those signature moments for Trevor Lawrence. And you do that in the final two minutes. That was great. By the way, when these coaches go for two, Doug Peterson, Brandon Staley, they're a genius when it works. But when it doesn't work, are they still a genius because they were trying to go for it? Yes, Pauling. I think there's upside to the try because most football fans like a coach. I like my coach to go for it. I'm doing the tough guy fan oh, voice. Oh, is that what I think you get points with your fans for going for it and not playing soft, even oh. though it could be playing smart. Yeah, but he's their geniuses today or yesterday. But would they have been? Would we say, man, I love my my coach is a genius. He went for two and we lost. Yes, he. Haven't we already been through a cycle of like this guy's costing us games? We're gonna lose. How many games is this guy gonna cost us with this stuff? I don't know if Brandon Staley can continue to do this. That's not a sustainable. No, no, no. Yes, Todd. He can't continue to do that because we always say, and you've said it many times, the Chargers always find a way to find the banana peel. So why add to that even more so yeah. by putting more at risk in a team that still has hopes to uh, to do something this year? Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. But, but the Jaguars are in a position, what were they, three and seven going into the game? They're not playing for anything this yeah. year. It's cool, and, and it gives them their fancy. The place was going crazy yesterday. Aaron Rodgers got hurt. We don't know the extent of that. The question is, with uh, Jordan Love coming in, throwing a touchdown pass, and Matt LaFleur, the Packers head coach, was asked this. Oblique injuries for guys who have to throw, that's a, that's a tough injury. Between that and the thumb, do you think you probably need to shut him down for the rest of the year? I would say that. I, I don't. I, we got to have more conversation before we even get into that. Um, but, no, I, I mean, as long as he's, he's able to go, I expect him to be out there. Yeah, I would want to ask the question, what would it take to shut Aaron Rodgers down? Because I want him to say, if this happened, he's got a broken thumb, and now you get a rib injury, at what point do you shut it down because you're not going to be in the playoff race? And you still have to find out if Jordan Love can play. And, and you probably know he can play or he can't play. I don't think, hey, we put him in there, oh my gosh, this guy can actually play or not play. But if you're the Packers at some point, you probably have to go to Aaron Rodgers and say, we're going to make this decision. Even though front office or the head coach might go, we'd like to shut you down. But Jordan Love came in. Uh, but the Eagles with a win, 
looked good. Uh, Raiders in overtime, Chargers over the Cardinals, and then college football. I guess the big the big question is going to be: Is Georgia going to be the number one team in the country? Now they should be because it'll be based off the SEC schedule. But Michigan doing what they did to Ohio State, could they go up to one? They're going to be number two. Then you have USC. Does USC go to three? Does TCU stay at four? If TCU goes to three, you know, it's all about positioning of if we have to get somebody out or we have to put somebody in. If TCU's at four, they got Kansas State. They played a really good game earlier this year. But if even if they lose to Kansas State, they're probably going to be. Ooh. I don't know. Yeah, they're undefeated right now. Kansas State at TCU. TCU is only it's neutral site, of course. It's in Arlington, yeah. Texas. Yeah. TCU is favored by two and a half. Yeah, no. Over under sixty. What? Yeah, but they were they just got by Baylor. They've yeah. gotten just by. But I at least you made to the uh, conference championship because Ohio State's not going to make it to the conference championship game. But I'm wondering who is in the uh, fourth spot, USC or TCU? Because I, I can't, but Ohio State does not deserve to be in there. Now they had a bad month. Yeah. Bad month, and you got humbled at home by a backup running back. And, you know, a, a quarterback who has been maybe average, a little better than average, inconsistent. They, they couldn't even figure out who their co- quarterback was to start this year. But they went in and they handled Ohio State. Ohio State shouldn't be in the top four. Let's see what happens to TCU. I'm curious where, who's five and who's six. And LSU, oh, we said this last week. I go, this is this is this is a Jimbo Fisher like moment where they're going to win this game, and then you know they shouldn't, but this is the kind of moment where they can win this game. Uh, we've talked about Caleb Williams. Uh, thank you for everybody who has pointed out that yes, I did strategize and figured standalone games win those games. He's going to win the Heisman. Heisman. Uh, C.J. Stroud looked okay. And but you lost the game, standalone game. You look good. You beat Notre Dame. Uh, you beat UCLA. Now you have the Pac-12 title game and a chance for uh, revenge against Utah, who you lost to earlier this year. But Caleb Williams, to me, has been best player in college football, and I think you saw that uh, against Notre Dame. Yeah, Paul. Were you in Ohio for the second half for the uh, Ohio State Michigan game? Yes, I was. Were there Ohio State fans amongst the people watching the game where you were? Those are the only fans you right. have. I'm assuming. How bad was that second half for Ohio State fans when you see in person? It was crushing. Is that a big enough word? No. No. It, it's, it's, you know, they're all decked out. Everybody's got their Ohio State gear on. And uh, they're like, Where, where's, your, where's your colors? And I go, I, I'm just watching the game, man. Wait, you don't care? I go, No. I said, in fact, Michigan, Michigan winning is a better story for me. And they're like, get out of here. And I'm like, I'm just telling you, if Michigan wins, it would be a, a better story. There's content there. If Ohio State wins, okay, they should win. But Michigan was the better team, certainly in the second half. But, yeah, crushing. 
It's it's where Ohio State goes right down the field, scores touchdown, and then you hear the OH, and then somebody in the other other side of the room, IO, you know. So we got that the whole time going. And then all of a sudden, Michigan three and out, and then, you know, OH, and then IO. And I'm like, okay, it's going to be going on a long time. And then all of a sudden, got to the uh, second half, and there was no OH. It was O bleep, <laughs> IO. Yes, Paulie. When it was at halftime, I swear I thought Ohio State was going to roll Michigan. You know, Michigan had those three big plays and nothing else. I was like, well, they stayed in the game. It was cute. And now Ohio State's going to unload on them. It went the opposite way. I did not see that coming. Well, you got your backup running back there, but the offensive lineman won that game because they handled Ohio State. It's weird. You have the same personnel in the first half as you do in the second half. And you're like, what happened here? Uh... Odds to win the national title, Georgia, Michigan, then those are the two prohibitive favorites. Then it's USC, TCU, and Ohio State. They all have the same odds. And then Alabama's in there as well. The coaching carousel, Luke Fickle, is leaving Cincinnati after signing a contract extension this offseason. He's going to Wisconsin. And uh, Lane Kiffin didn't go to Auburn, but he got a contract extension. That's what we said. I said three things will happen here. He either goes to Auburn, he stays at Ole Miss, he stays at Ole Miss and gets a contract extension. That's how it works in college football. I'm guessing Luke Fickle probably entertained some recruits in that game this past weekend. And all of a sudden, you're going to Wisconsin. Great job. And I understand the timing of this if you're Luke Fickle. You don't want to be Matt Campbell at, at Iowa State. Remember? He was incredibly hot. Uh, go back to Kirk Ferentz 15 years ago, maybe longer. It's like, oh, my God, that guy, he, he's going to coach in the NFL. Well, he stayed, which is fine. I love when coaches stay. And then Luke Fickle with Cincinnati, you'd gone as far as you could go, and you're going to go take over a Wisconsin team. And you know what? The opportunity was there. Uh, let's, see, let's see, Seton. Uh, poll question today is what? You want to go with the first hour? I mean, you sort of just hit it and said where you stood, but we could go with who should be in the fourth spot for the college football playoff, uh, USC, Ohio State. Okay. Does anybody think Ohio State should be in the top four? Yeah. I mean, they lost at home. They got blown out at home. I, yeah. I can't imagine, but I guess, the you know, for me, the question is who's going to be number one, and I, I still think it's going to be Georgia. Um and, and they're 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 a lot closer than you think. But it, I look at the strength of schedule, and that's where Michigan, you know, loses out. Georgia's at thirty-two right now. Michigan's strength of schedule is fifty-six. Um, and and here's the question: Has TCU done enough to lock up a spot, even if it loses Saturday? Pat Forty from Sports Illustrated says yes. Yes. Um, a loss to Kansas State at this stage would certainly carry no shame. Wildcats 9-3. and three. They played a great game earlier this year. 12-1, and one, the Frogs would have to be blown out to put their playoff spot at risk. <laughs> yes, Todd. That's why, you make, that's why you make TCU 3, give them a little wiggle room. If they don't do well against Kansas State, just drop them 1. If they're interested in keeping them in the top 4 of the committee. Yeah, Paulie. I don't know. I know, I know what Pat Forty's trying to say what should happen and what will happen rarely match up. 
because if TCU loses to Kansas State, it's hard to back into the playoffs. And that's an easy out for any committee. Not saying it should, but what, what they would say. Because if all of a sudden um, Ohio State's sitting there with one loss and TCU's sitting there with one loss, who do you think is a more threatening team in a neutral site? They can make that case. Yeah. And it might be TCU if TCU wins. TCU. Well, this is Tuesday night. I'm just talking about what's, what's going to happen Tuesday night with the rankings. TCU is probably three, and USC will be four. Yeah, Paul. If you're Michigan, do you want to be ranked number two for the rest of the season, and hopefully TCU's ranked third, so you would face TCU in the first round of the playoffs instead of maybe facing USC if mm-hmm. you were the one seed? I love college football. I don't think you can play that game. And, and there's nothing you can do about it because it, it's the committee who's going to do the rankings. But if you're Michigan and, and you're going to play TCU as opposed to USC, I, would I rather play TCU than USC? Yes, I would. Yes, yes, Paul. Michigan has Purdue in the Big Ten title game this weekend, and they're given 16 to your Boilermakers. Mm. Biggest line of the weekend. Right. I actually checked that. <laughs> Georgia's given 17 and a half to LSU. 17 and a half? A- unless this is a misprint, I got, I got Georgia given 17 in the business to LSU. Wow. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. 
Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ross, good to have you back, buddy. If you're the Green Bay Packers, what do you do with your quarterbacking situation? Well, I like the way you phrase that, Dan, because it is the Green Bay Packers' decision to make. I thought it was interesting seeing some comments from last night about Aaron Rodgers where he said, you know, as long as they're not mathematically eliminated, he'd like to still be out there, which – to me, Dan intimates that if they are mathematically eliminated, he doesn't want to be out there, which I think is a bad message to send as a starting quarterback and leader of the team. I mean, what if the other guys all said that? You think David Bakhtiari, with his arthritic knee, wants to be out there the rest of the year? You think Mercedes Lewis, in year 17, wants to play four or five games playing out the string? No. And I understand what Aaron's coming from, but to me, that's the Packers organization, their decision to make. I think I need to know more about his medical status for this week, but with the thumb and the ribs and the pain he was in having to leave the game, if he's not 100%, I'd probably put Jordan Love out there. And based on how that game goes, I don't know if you put Rodgers back in. I mean, if they win – That probably means Jordan Love played pretty well, so maybe keep him in there. If they lose, then they're definitely mathematically eliminated. So then why would you put Rodgers back in then? Then you want to get Love some experience for the rest of the year. So either way, I don't know if we'll see Aaron Rodgers again this year or maybe ever in a Packers uniform. Why do you say ever? Well, the way they structured that contract, it certainly feels like it's a year-to-year thing. And I don't know that they're – going to want him back next year that he's going to want to be back next year. I think there's a pretty decent percentage chance that maybe he would walk away or retire. He certainly seems like a guy that has a bunch of other interests, other things he could be into. They might decide it's time for year four of Jordan Love to finally give him the keys to the car. I thought he looked really good, made some good throws last night. Or maybe they just they know it's kind of more of a rebuild situation. So I think there's a pretty good chance And maybe Aaron just wants to go somewhere else. Maybe he's frustrated with what they did or didn't do this offseason and wants to give it one more shot in another uniform, kind of like Tom Brady did down in Tampa. Yeah, I just wonder if they already know what they have with Jordan Love. If you're with somebody in practice every day and you've been with him for three years, I'm going to guess you have an idea if Jordan Love is your future. Would you say that's a fair assessment for the Packers? 
Um, I would say I know where you're coming from, but if you remember, I think it might have been after Rogers' second year, the Packers took Brian Brom out of Louisville in the second round. I don't think they knew what they mm. had in Rodgers. Okay, great After point. After two years, I mean, they took Brom out of Louisville. I don't think they really knew that Rodgers would be what he ended up being. And I do think, based on what Collinsworth was saying last night and what other people have said, they feel like this offseason when Rodgers wasn't there, that Jordan Love took that step from year two to year three when he had all those practices to be the guy. All right, uh, the Jets situation. Zach Wilson doesn't even dress. Mike White comes in, and when Mike White plays, they usually have over 400 yards of, of offense there. At what point do you say Mike White is our starting quarterback until further notice? I think it needs to be at least two, three, four more weeks. Because I don't remember exactly, Dan, but didn't he have an awesome game or two last year? Yeah. And then we all kind of got excited about it. And I want, I feel like they played Indianapolis or something, and he was terrible. Three interceptions. You know, what makes you you a good quarterback, Dan, and you know this, it, it's the consistency. That's what professional football is about. It's week in, week out. He went against a really bad Bears defense. I think we can pump the brakes until I would want at least a four-game sample size before I would announce anything publicly, right? You know, you can go one week at a time right now as long as Mike White's playing well. It almost is like a Taylor Heineke situation with the commanders of Washington. After you've got four games and it's clear that the guy's playing well and the team rallies around him, then you can say White's the guy for the rest of the year. But you have him playing at the Vikings and at the Bills. Do the Jets want Zach Wilson in that situation, or would they rather have Mike White? Literally everybody in the organization knows they have a better chance to win with Mike White, which is a problem. Why why is Mike White better? Is it Zach Wilson's not good, or Mike White is better than what we think? A combination of both. I think Mike White has a chance to be average, maybe above average, maybe a solid (laughs) starting quarterback. And Zach Wilson, Dan, he was playing like one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. I mean, no, he, he was. I think he was thirty third in a league that has thirty two starting quarterbacks. That's hard to yeah. do. Yeah, I, that and that's the problem, right? The Jets realized at some point if we just get top twenty five quarterback play, you know, we can win these games. We just can't have the worst guy out there. We can't have a guy that's not. I mean, they had two yards, two in the second half against the Patriots in Zach Wilson's last start. You did the Cowboys in the Giants game. Do the Cowboys have enough weapons that they don't need Odell Beckham? That is a great question. Because someone was asking me recently to compare the Cowboys and the Eagles. And I do think there's some similarities. I think the NFC has four really good teams with the Vikings, the Niners, and then the Cowboys and the Eagles. But the difference to me between the Eagles and the Cowboys is probably twofold. Number one, Jalen Hurts, much more willing to run and more effective than Dak Prescott. But number two, you look at the Cowboys and it's, you know, they got the running backs, but then it's CeeDee Lamb, Dalton Schultz, tight ends are pretty good. Eagles, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins is a good number three. When they get Dallas Goddard back, he's a top three tight end. I think if the Cowboys are serious 
about trying to get to the Super Bowl this year, they probably do need to add another weapon like Odell Beckham Jr. It feels like they're going to come up one guy short when they get to the playoffs against you know a team like San Francisco or Philadelphia. I hope Jalen Hurts is a legitimate MVP candidate. I hope Tua is as well because I, I, it, it's almost like we're still waiting. We're not quite sure if they're franchise quarterback. Jalen Hurts has answered every question and then some. And Tua, after he got hurt, has been unbelievable. I think it's Patrick Mahomes' MVP to lose here, but where do you stand in the rankings there of MVP candidates so far? Those guys are both top five probably top three right now. They have both played at an incredible level. And for whatever reason, Dan, this is a a human being thing, certainly a social media thing. It is hard for us to move past our preconceived notions or our initial impressions on someone. So Mahomes was amazing right away, and he is amazing. So that's all we think of him as. We saw Tua play back. We saw Jalen Hurts not play that well. So it's really hard for us to believe that guys can improve as much as they have. And so when you watch Tua or you watch Hurts, you watch him and you're like, yeah, he's playing well. Yeah, he's good. But you still don't think he's Mahomes. And probably neither one of those guys are as gifted as Mahomes. But in the context of their offenses, what they're being asked to do, Both those guys are playing at a really, really high level. And I love, Dan, just as an aside, for the first time now, your MVP vote is going to be five guys. You you know, you rank them one, two, three, four, five. So we actually get to see, okay, how many votes did this guy get? How many votes? Because otherwise it used to just be you could only vote for one guy. I think right now Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungavailoa should probably be two and three. We're talking to Ross Tucker, CBS Westwood One color analyst, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, also Even Money betting podcast as well. The situation with Russell Wilson and a backup defensive lineman, Mike Purcell. Let us understand that Russ said it's not a big deal. He got yelled at by a defensive lineman or however we want to phrase it. But this is different, it feels like. This is Aaron Donald's not yelling at Matthew Stafford. Uh, What do you make of this? It's not good, no matter how you slice it. I guess I would be very curious to hear what he actually said and what the tone was, right? Because there's a difference, Dan, between going over and saying, hey, let's go. We need you guys to get something done. Come on, man. You can do this. Like almost encouraging versus like you better pick your you know what up this is bs i i would really like to know the exact phrasing and tone with which mike purcell said it it could have been an encouraging vibe or it could have been very demeaning what do you think it was um probably encouraging on some level probably fiery encouraging Because I don't think Mike Purcell is that stupid to be saying really bad things to the guy that just signed the gigantic guaranteed contract, right? Like if I was playing, Dan, as your backup O-liner, maybe I'm starting, I'm not yelling at the guy that just got the huge contract and could probably say, hey, get rid of this guy in a heartbeat. I'm not saying anything bad to that guy. It's like that's what people always say to me, like, 
You know, if you were in the locker room, Ross, what would you say to this star player who did the, I'd like, I'd say nothing to him. <laughs> no, I wouldn't <laughs> say a thing to him. Nothing. So you I'd never, be happy that I'm in the locker room. You never yelled at Tom Brady when you were with the Patriots. Definitely not. Okay. I don't think I ever yelled at any quarterback. No, I was never. And honestly, like, it is funny because guys know where their bread is buttered. You know, I, I know offensive linemen that specifically wanted to buddy up with the starting quarterback because they knew those guys have a lot of influence with the coaches. So, no, I don't think – I mean, now, high school and college, I definitely did. But you get to the NFL and you realize uh, those guys have a lot more clout than I do. Great to talk to you as always. Thank you, bud. Always. Shout out, chat row. That's Ross Tucker, CBS Westwood One color analyst, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? 
more confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let's bring in Trevor Lawrence, the Jacksonville quarterback. Have you heard that call, the uh, touchdown call? Oh, do we have him yet? Oh, no, we don't have him yet. Oh. Oh. Well, that would have been a good segue there. Maybe a little uh, technical issue there, Todd? Almost ready. He'll be ready in a minute. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? We'll just do it again, and then we'll get to it. How good is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Is that his catchphrase, you think? I I don't know. You know, because I think he said it at the two-point conversion, too, where there, maybe maybe it is a catchphrase. I like, how good is that? Hmm, that's fine. All right. Uh, let's see. What else do I have here? The uh, biggest sale of the year. Ever, I'm told. The biggest sale ever, danpatrick.com. 40% off all T-shirts, 20 to 50% off everything else. Ends tonight at midnight Eastern. This program brought to you by the great folks at Mercedes. This family takes turns turning heads. Brains, beauty, and athleticism. All they need now for you to do is drive them off the lot. Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs. Family of unrivaled vehicles waiting at your local dealer. Seton, what's the uh, poll question for the final hour? I'm so happy that you asked, Dan. Let me update you for hour two. Most awkward development from this weekend. Mike White bawling. Uh, Jordan Love playing well. Ohio State getting rolled by Michigan. Mm. Or Russell Wilson getting yelled at. It is not even close right now. 54% of the vote, Russell Wilson getting oh, yelled at. Oh, come on. <laughs> Mean-spirited. That's this. Uh, we've... Kind of trained the audience to be that way. <laughs> I would I would think Mike White taking over for Zach Wilson. 10%. Yeah. By the way, the odds to, uh, let's see, win the national title. It's Georgia, then Michigan. USC, TCU, and Ohio State have the same odds, then Alabama uh, after that. So it's uh, pretty much Georgia, overwhelming favorite, then Michigan, USC, TCU, and Ohio State are uh, twelve to one. Alabama's twenty-five to one. Yeah, Paul. If TCU were somehow to get screwed, it would have to be tomorrow night because Ohio State has no more games left in the tank to prove themselves. Yeah, but TCU hasn't done anything to drop out of the top four. I know. And they may be going to three, and then USC goes to four. I know. Yes, Mark. The SEC title game is weird because it's LSU against Georgia, if LSU wins, is it just, oh, okay, you guys can get go to a Sugar Bowl or something like that. In Georgia, you guys are still going to the playoff. Yeah, could be. Uh, I had this set up a couple of minutes ago, and I thought it was great. It was a big lead-in to Trevor Lawrence. This was the uh, touchdown pass uh, against the Ravens. Fires toward the right corner of the end zone. That ball is caught! Caught! Caught from a touchdown! 
in the right corner of the end zone. How good is that? Touchdown, Jacksonville, Marvin Jones Jr. Let's bring in Trevor Lawrence. Have you heard that call yet? This is my first time. I'm hearing it with all the guys in here, so it's it's pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, take me into the huddle when you start that drive. Anything different said? Yeah, I mean, just the, honestly, the the two drives before that, you know, we were down, um, what, 19 to 10 on the second to last drive and just told the guys, hey, we've, we've been here before. You know, we've been in this situation, you know, a few weeks ago against the Raiders, we were down 17 nothing early in the game and had to come back and win that game so just told him we've been there before nobody panicked and um put together i mean we had to overcome a lot on that second to last drive to get it within a score and then you know get the turnover kick a field goal we're up by one and then they go down and score leave us like two minutes and we got to go do it again and there was just no panic you know all the guys was like it's time to you know it's time to time to show what we can do do you have two plays called when you go to the line of scrimmage most of the, well, I mean, not typically in, you know, two minute, you're usually going fast and you're rolling, especially if the ball's inbounds. But other than that, yeah, a lot of times, especially third down, um, specialty passes that you, where you need a certain look, you know, we'll have a, we'll have a kill if they're not showing us what we need. Um, so we had a lot of those this past game. I mean, the Ravens got a good defense, so they did a good job. It was tough, tough to run the ball against those guys. That's a Philly play that you guys ran. Which one? The Philly Folly is that? Uh, did you guys, you know, did Doug? Do you, what's the name of that play? I thought that there was something that Doug brought. You talking him. about the the touchdown the, or the, 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 the two point conversion? Oh, the two point. No, it's not. Well, yeah, they they ran it in Philly, yeah, but it's uh, I don't want to give the name of it, but <laughs> they ran it in Philly, and um, it's a compliment off another play that you know we actually haven't ran this season, so it was funny that it ended up working to to win the game for us. It's not called the Philly Folly, though. You don't want to give away the no. name. Okay. It's not It's not that, though. No, it's not that. Okay. How much yeah. of a role did you play in Let's Go for Two? Honestly, you know, I, I was sitting over there, and they were talking. I had, you know, the press in my – I had press in my headset talking about the different situations. If we didn't get the touchdown, you know, if they reversed it, what are our next couple plays, shots at the end zone? So I was thinking about that. I didn't know for sure if it was a touchdown or not at the time. So I was thinking about – that situation. And then, you know, Doug was like, Hey, it's a touchdown. And I looked at him, I was like, what are you thinking? He's like, I think we're going to go for two and win the game. And that's our, our right guard, Brandon Sheriff before that was like, let's go for two. Like he's screaming, <laughs> he's screaming at coach and coach was like, hold on a second, hold on a second. And then he was like, all right, let's go, let's, let's do it. So that's, what's cool is just the trust and everyone's on the same page. Like we're not going into overtime. We're going to go win it right now. And um, it's cool to, to see everybody just trust each other like that. The difference in celebrating a win when you were at Clemson and a difference now in Jacksonville is what? I mean, I think I've just over the past two years, you you know, I, winning is is always great. And that the fun is in the winning is what Coach Sweeney used to say and when I was at Clemson. But, you know, I, I don't know if I appreciate it as much as I do now just because we won so much. And you didn't have to – you don't have to play as as – as well as perfect as in sync as you do in the NFL to win. So I think now, you know, I've come to appreciate it so much more and just understanding what it takes. And you look at that game, we win by one point and there's so many little plays that guys had to make to, to win that game for us. And um, this is a cool feeling when you, especially when you, when you drive down the field and go, you take, have the go ahead touchdown or go ahead two point conversion to win it with like 14 seconds left. That was, that was a first for me in my career and uh, for this team this season. So that was special. 
But also you go from a program where you're always winning and then like you never want to get used to losing. It's great to get used to winning, but how does that work, though, when you win all the time, then all of a sudden it's like, I'm not used to reacting this way or having these thoughts about explaining why we lost a game. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's different. It was definitely a an eye opener for me you know, the past year and a half of just like you said, you know, I've lost two games when we were in when I was at Clemson in college. So in three years and um, then on the flip side of that, the last year and a half having to deal with with those losses, a lot, a lot of close losses, um, a lot of games where I didn't play well, you got to stand up there and you got to just kind of own everything. And that's that's just my that's my job at the end of the day is whatever happens. I could play great. If we lose, it doesn't really matter. It didn't do enough to win. So that's just the nature of the beast. And you know, like you said, though, you never want to get used to that. You never want to get used to losing. I don't think we ever did here. You know, we had kind of a we've had, you know, a rough month in October. Really, we lost five straight outside of that. And we've been playing pretty good ball. But obviously that was that was big as you know, we lost a bunch of those games in a row. But the guys here never got never got used to that you know, never eased up, never started to point the finger. I think that's what happens a lot when you have a team that you lose a bunch of games in a row. Um, it's easy for guys to start kind of looking around um, to find someone to bail them out. And at the end of the day, it's us. You know, we got we to gotta fix it ourselves. How are you different than a year ago? Me or, or as a team? You. I just, you know, I think with my experience, I look at things a little bit differently. I, you know, I can see the big picture, um, even just where we're at in the season. You know, we're, we're four and seven, obviously not a great record. And we've, we've put ourselves in this in this position. But really, there's still everything out in front of us. We we still control our own destiny. You know, if we if we go win all these games, we're making the playoffs. And, you know, and, and you can't do that until you win the first one. And that was yesterday. But and that's how we approached the, these last seven games after the bye was this is a new season, seven game season, and let's see where we stack up at the end. But I just feel like the confidence that I'm playing with, that our offense is playing with right now, is um, is the best it's been all season. I really feel like we're clicking. So I feel like that's a big difference in right now and where we were a year ago, um, for sure. He's Trevor Lawrence. He threw for 321 yesterday, three TDs in the win against the Ravens. Why is there still this fascination of Urban Meyer? when he was your coach that I'm going to guess when you sit down to do these interviews, you're still answering for urban Meyer. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't just a, I think a unique, a unique uh, situation that everyone kind of had eyes on and everybody was talking about, especially with how some of the drama unfolded at the end of the season. And then, you know, even just being here in the building, it was, a, it was, it was a different situation. And, I think everyone was really interested in that and obviously how it affected our team. And, you know, I'm start, it's starting to die down a little bit, but yeah, you still hear, I still get the questions people will ask me, um, but not as much as I used to, but definitely it's still, it's still going around. At least I didn't lead the interview with the question. Yeah, no, I appreciate okay. that. <laughs> appreciate that. Talk about the game we won. No, yeah. that's great. Yeah. yeah. Does Doug Peterson remind you that he was a quarterback in the NFL? He doesn't have to. Just the way he carries himself, the way he. But he didn't want to go out and throw the football, and you know he likes. Not really. I don't think. It. I don't think. Don't. I hope. hope he, hopefully, he doesn't watch this. But I don't think he moves the way he used to. So he's not, <laughs> it's not like uh, he moved like he was Lamar Jackson when he played. <laughs> that's yeah. That's true. That's true. No, he's uh But just the way he, the way he communicates. You know um, what is that? His longest run from uh, scrimmage was. No, you, you. Do you have the stat? What yeah. is it? 
Uh, I think I have 19 yards. 19. And, and that's long for him, considering. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm old enough took, to have watched him play, Trevor. I'm just saying. I need to go back and watch his, his highlights. No, no that there aren't any highlights. There's not any <laughs> highlights. There's no, he's holding a clipboard and wearing a visor. That's, <laughs> that's his highlight. Give me the, uh, that moment where you watch the opposing quarterback almost as if you were a fan. Did you, have you had that moment in the NFL where you're, you might, you should be thinking about, your offense, but you kind of look out and you go, wow. Uh, not, not necessarily, you know, there's a lot of guys that I, that I respect the way they play. I think you look at the the guys that are obviously you have Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, or guys that have played for a long time. And, you know, I haven't played either one of those guys, but the guys that have played are younger, you know, only a, a few years older than me, Patrick, Josh Allen, Lamar, um, I, there's there's probably more that I'm leaving out, but those are guys that are. So I didn't grow up watching them necessarily, but I have a lot of respect for them because ever since I've been in whatever it is, you know, senior in high school through college, I've watched them. So I don't necessarily watch as like a fan, but it's one of those. Th- those are the games where you know, as an offense, the challenge that you're going to have because no matter how good your defense is, you're not going to be able to stop those guys every series. They're going to make plays. They're going to score. Um, and I mean, even Lamar, some of the, some of the scrambles he had yesterday, you're sitting there like, you know, just banging your head against the wall. And it's like, what do you even, <laughs> what do you even do against that? You know, guys just running around everybody. It's like, we contain them and somehow he gets out of it. So those guys are going to make plays and that's the, that's just how this game is. And, uh, you, it's, it's fun watching those guys, but at the same time, it's not, it's not fun. Cause you're the team that's playing them, but <laughs> Mahomes makes it look easy, Trevor. It's not yeah. easy. No, he's 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 uh, he's a special player. He's got a great feel for. Obviously, he's a really smart player. Uh, I think is is one thing that not a lot of people talk about. But the, some of the stuff he does, but then also his feel for the pocket and just creating space. You know, it seems like he's sitting back there all day because he just knows how to maneuver in the pocket. He's he's awesome. They got they got something good going in Kansas City for sure. Wait a minute. Is that your analysis of the Kansas City Chiefs? They got something special yeah, I mean, there? Come on. It's a hot hot take, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's going to make some headlines there. Uh, yeah. were, were you a Falcons fan growing up? Not really. You know, I didn't really watch much NFL football. I would say if I was, an, if I was a fan of a team, it would have been the Falcons. But I was more of a – I grew up watching college football. That was what my family, that was what we were all about. So that's that's what I spent most of my time doing. You know, I, Peyton Manning was my favorite player. So I would watch, you know, some of the Broncos games and all that. But um, not as much, not as much NFL. What was it like meeting Peyton the first time? It was cool. Yeah, we, I mean, that's a guy I've looked up to. My family is huge Tennessee fans. I was born in Knoxville. So, I mean, we've liked Peyton Manning. And I've been a fan since I was a, since I was a baby, since I could even walk. Um so getting to meet him, and now we're actually in the same marketing agency. So we've crossed paths multiple times. Even last season, I'd talk to him, just get some advice from him. Obviously, he had a similar rookie season, just ups and downs, some struggles. So I talked to him, and he had some great insight. And it's cool to be able to build that relationship now. And, you know, as a kid, I would never thought that would be – that would happen. Wait, how did the Vols not sign you? Well, it was an interesting time in Tennessee football. Um, I think <laughs> at that point it was they had a couple different head coaches. It was it was Butch Jones was the one that recruited me. Yeah. Um, so I, I ended up 
They were they were up there, but I ended up not not deciding to do that. They hadn't turned the corner yet. You should you should be a senator. You know that you've you've, you've got some you got <laughs> Why you say that? politically correct. Like you know what to say. You know you're not going to be overly critical. You just you know you say nice things. Hey, it's uh, trying to throw anybody under the bus over here. No, no, but that doesn't make for good you know talk radio. I'm just saying. I know that's what that's what I said to our media our media people here. I'm like, you guys probably hate. When I come up here, I'm like a, I'm like a broken record. You guys don't get anything to write any articles about. I'm never in the headlines. It's okay. I'm fine with yeah. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it too. Yeah. Hey, uh, congrats on the win yesterday. Thanks for joining us as always. We appreciate it. I appreciate you, Dan. Thank Enjoyed you. Enjoyed it, man. Thank it's, you. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Jags quarterback, and uh, threw for 321, three touchdowns in the win against the Ravens. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I'm not sure who's had more jobs, Seton or Pauly, or who's had more interesting jobs, Ooh. Seton or Pauly. But, like, Seton worked at the airport. Yeah. He was a postman. Yep. Okay, those yep. aren't exciting. Delivered flowers. Yeah. As a security guard, I worked at a pharmacy. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. But Paulie was a bouncer. Yeah, DJ at a country western nightclub. And you sold beer at Scottsdale Stadium. Gosh, is that not the dream? I know. Miller Lite. I could use one right now. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.